Welcome back to I Have to Ask with Elizabeth Hess, part of the Champaign Showers Podcast Network. Today's guest is James Manricki with Champaign County Voters Alliance. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Elizabeth. I really appreciate the opportunity, and it's great talking with you. For a lot of people who may not know exactly what Champaign County Voters Alliance is or Vote Champaign, can you define it for us? Yeah, the Champaign County Voters Alliance, or CCVA, is a loose collective of individuals and organizations with a common mission of increasing voter turnout in Champaign County. We want to increase voter turnout in all elections, especially primaries and municipal elections. And we do that through our website, votechampaign.org. And on our website, we provide the community with a candidate information guide with information on all the candidates running in Champaign County. I feel like I say this every two years that, wait, this next election really is the most important election of our lifetime. But why are the upcoming elections literally more important than they've ever been? Literally every election is important. I mean, the upcoming ones determine a lot of things. They're going to be determining the governor of Illinois, the Senate, county board. There's a lot of things that are going to be up for 2022. And the primary is March 15th. That election is going to be very important. Your organization just recently partnered with the League of Women's Voters of Champaign County. What are your goals now that you've teamed up with them? Are they any different or you're just together and fighting this even stronger? It's basically to expand the mission for voter turnout and voter education. We partnered up with the League because they seemed like the best organization that was dedicated to nonpartisan voter turnout. They have a great history behind them, and it just made sense to partner with them on this common mission. Most of the members of CCVA have now become members of the League of Women Voters, and most of our operations have kind of just folded into the League at this point. But yeah, the League is an absolutely fantastic organization dedicated to voter outreach, voter education, and just community engagement. The Champaign County Board, there is a public hearing on the proposed 2021 maps for reapportionment of the county for election of the county board. Why is this so important and what exactly does this mean? As far as I understand, it's, it's basically the redrawing of the maps. So every 10 years, both the state and the local bodies will all redraw their different maps for how they select all the elected officials like county board districts, city council districts, congressional districts, senate districts. All that stuff is redrawn every 10 years. So this year is the year they're redrawing those. So obviously those districts matter for who represents you on you know, your elected officials. Let's talk about the American Rescue Plan Act. $40 million or more has been allocated to Champaign County. Let's say that you get to decide how that money is spent. How do we need it spent? I thought about the answer to that question for a while, and there's no perfect answer because the problems with our society are so multi-layered, and there's not really one solution that's going to fix everything. But if I could only pick one thing, what I'd really like to see is What we've done with the coronavirus or with the COVID vaccines, I would like to see a similar thing where we set up a center and we just do a massive community push, but instead for mental health and community outreach. There's so many people that need help connecting the resources and need mental health help. And I think if we could spend that on mental health and community outreach and connecting people with resources, that could do a lot for our community. But I just hope that it doesn't get spent on sidewalks and roads. I hope it gets spent on people. Which is also part of infrastructure, which people don't realize, right? It could be spent on like lights and garden hills. They don't have lights for their street. So it could be spent on things like that. But honestly, I think it would be best spent on just mental health outreach and just doing as much outreach that we can to our community because there are so many people in our community that need things. 
and our community has the resources. Our community has tremendous amounts of wealth, but for whatever reason, we don't connect these resources with the people that need them. And I would just like to see a huge push in that direction. Your website is a big start to that with some sections called voter resources or who are my current elected officials. Can you talk about your website and some of the other things people can find if they're looking for resources or a place to go? Yeah, our website's mostly geared towards voter outreach resources. So like you said, we uh, provide links to your elected officials and voter district maps and that sort of thing. The biggest thing that our website provides is during the elections, just a one-stop shop for people to get informed about how to vote, how to register to vote, how to update the registration. And then, like I said, the biggest thing that we provide is the candidate information guide to the community. It's a nonpartisan guide, and we ask all the contested candidates in Champaign County the same four questions. We ask each candidate What is the importance of the position that you're running for? Why are you qualified for this? If elected, what is something that you would like to accomplish and how long will it take? And then finally, is there anything else that you'd like to say to an undecided voter? We think that these four questions really get to the bottom of everything that voters want to know about their elected officials. And we provide this for every election in Champaign County for the entire ballot. As I looked through your website, I was looking for any tiny hint of leaning or helping push people or voters into one direction or the other. You truly are nonpartisan. How hard is that to do, to take the emotion out of it and just put the intellectual stuff on there? For me, it's not that hard because I've always been frustrated by the two-party system. So for me, it's not that hard. It's also our biggest strength is being nonpartisan. So the more nonpartisan that we can be, the more places that we can get this information where you would normally not be allowed to put political information. For instance, we've helped distribute flyers to a wide variety of local businesses. A lot of local businesses won't necessarily want to put a political flyer in their window. They don't necessarily want to endorse candidates. They just want to sell things. But they are very willing to put nonpartisan information in their window that just says, vote. Here's information on how to vote. Get out and vote. Vote on this day. They love putting up that information. So the more nonpartisan that we can be, the more that we can get this information out there. So for me, it's not that difficult to be nonpartisan. The rest of us struggle a little bit with that. Champaign County Voters Alliance, as we mentioned, partners with the League of Women's Voters of Champaign County. What other organizations do you consider partners? We work with the U of I. We've helped the U of I put together a student civic engagement group. And the U of I works with the League of Women Voters, TCVA, the YMCA, and then a large group of stakeholders at the U of I from like student housing, the student engagement, student government is at the table. So there's all these different people at the table talking about how to do better student civic engagement at the U of I. Besides the league, that's one of the partnerships that I like the most. Some of the people that you also work with, I mean, there's so many individuals that it's too hard to name as many as we can, but Jeannie Covert and Weft, they're instrumental in putting together the calendar of local progressive events and meetings. It's a really great calendar. It includes Republican, Democrat, any other type of party information. Are you the one that has to pull that together and make sure that that's current and up to date? Well, we kind of just use technology to make it easy. Like you said, Jeannie Covert, she's the one that really puts a lot of work behind the Weft calendar. I think there's a couple other people that help maintain the WEFT calendar, and that has a lot of nice progressive events. Like you said, we also link the Democrat events and the Republican ones. 
They both have their own Google Calendar that we link in that same place. It doesn't take a lot of work to keep the calendar updated because we're kind of linking other people's calendars. But we think that it's a great resource. You know, you can only vote a couple times a year. So all the other time throughout the year, the best thing that you can do is contribute to a community organization. It'd be great if you contribute to, you know, the League of Women Voters or another voting organization, but even contributing to an environmental organization, contributing to just any sort of community outreach organization is a great way to give back to the community and to do something when elections aren't happening. So that's why we provide the calendars so that people can get connected with other community events. Let's say we want to contribute, but financially we don't have the resources. How does somebody get involved? With the League of Women Voters, you can just email volunteer at lwvchampaigncounty.org or visit the website, just lwvchampaigncounty.org. If you just send us an email, we can connect you and get you involved in some volunteer opportunities. You can either get involved with one of the parties. If there's a party that you really like to support, you can get involved with them, whether it be the Dems or the Republicans or the Libertarians or the Socialists. There's a lot of different party-connected people in town. But then also a really good way is just connecting with community groups. You can either connect with the League of Women Voters or CCVA. Like, we would love to have you. There's a lot of stuff that we could use extra hands with. Or if you want to just connect with an environmental group or civic justice group, or there's groups out there that help pick up trash on the weekends, any of these things that you can do to help give back to your community, like not only will the group appreciate your efforts, but you as an individual will get something out of it. It's incredibly rewarding to give back to your community. James, I couldn't decide between the I have to ask question for you. So you're going to have two of them. My first I have to ask question is, the Electoral College. It doesn't work. We need to get rid of it. What can we do in order to move towards abolishing the Electoral College? That's a tough one because that's a federal issue. So it has to go through like Congress and the Senate. And so it's ultimately up to them if they want to do that. Like you say, the Electoral College is a rough thing because, you know, it takes away the popular vote. So I'm not sure the best way to abolish that I would say one system of voting that I like a lot better is ranked choice voting. And you can apply ranked choice voting to both the presidential election and to Congress or just any election, really. And ranked choice voting, I feel, is a much more fair way to do voting when there's only one winner. So I would suggest a push towards a ranked choice voting system. Great answer. Second, I have to ask question for you. There is one person who people credit for saving democracy by having Georgia get two Democratic senators in there, and that was Stacey Abrams. Who would you say is the one person that has created the biggest challenge or blockade to democracy in the last four years? Voter apathy, lack of interest from voters. That's the biggest suppressor of of the vote at the moment, because as much as people want to suppress the vote, it's already accomplished through the primaries and the municipal elections. This last municipal election, we only had 13% voter turnout. The next primary coming up for the state election, it'll be shocking if we get anything more than 25% turnout of the already registered voters. I'm not sure if voter suppression is the biggest enemy for getting changes in our system. I think the biggest enemy is just voter apathy and lack of voter engagement. So I think the more that we can do to get voters motivated and get voters out there for these smaller elections, the more that we can do to really change the system and, you know, bring justice to a wider range of people. 
That is such a good answer that I'm not even going to be upset that you didn't hear my internal voice screaming that it's Mitch McConnell. I'm going to let you go on that one. Thank you for listening to I Have to Ask with Elizabeth Hess, part of the Champagne Showers Podcast Network. James Manricki, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.